0: And this is Greg Rempy, host of the Barbecue Central Radio Show, and you are listening to BCRN, all barbecue and grilling all the time. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you
1: sure? Say whatever.
0: We put the lighter fluid on,
1: strike the match, and oh. should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea.
2: Welcome to the Barbecue Central Show. The show where we talk about all things that are important in the world of barbecue. From big-name interviews with competitors on the barbecue circuit, grill manufacturers and pit makers, to advice on cooking brisket and ribs. You'll find it all right here on the Barbecue Central Show. Your host, Greg Rempe, is a backyard barbecue and grilling fanatic and loves to talk about his passion, which many of us share together. You can learn more about barbecue and grilling by Visiting the website, BBQcentral.com. Now, let's get in the smoke. Here's your program host, Greg Rempe.
0: Hey gang, welcome to a special edition Wednesday hump day of the Barbecue Central Show. Yeah. Oh, it happens to be the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling, broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. Rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast. And I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on a Wednesday. Apologize for missing the show yesterday, but for the diehards that made it in. Appreciate you falling in line on your Wednesday for the outdoor live fire grilling extravaganza show. That is the Barbecue Central radio show. Lots to get to tonight, even a busy first segment. So contact information is always 877 448 Email greg at com. Those are the two ways to get in touch with the show. Here's what's happening coming up in about 13, 14 minutes from now. Meathead Goldwyn from AmazingRibs.com joins the show as Triumphant return back to the Barbecue Central Radio Show Jungle. We'll actually have him for two segments, so he'll be also in the 35 past the hour portion of the show as well. We have the four-segment free-for-all. Lots of great stuff giving away there, including the Draper's Barbecue gift pack, the sauce and the rub, and also the Smokey Okies list of injections and marinades and all that good stuff. We'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. And then for the second hour, Bob Trudnak of the Barbecue Guru joining me. We're going to be talking a little bit about the Pork in the Park contest that took that took part this past weekend. They competed in that. And also the only official embedded reporter of the barbecue central radio network and or show is kelly dodd and she was down at the pork in the park contest on friday got some interviews so we'll play those as well in the second hour again your phone calls and emails as you wish 877-448-0433 greg at the com is the email address lots to get to including a first segment guest so we race over to the hotline and we bring in a sponsor of the show an all-around barbecue guru conrad haskins of the barbecue institute teddy bear how are you great great how are you doing absolutely fantastic conrad i appreciate you actually making time for the show here during the first segment wanted to get you on because you have something spectacular to announce here to the centralites so the floor is yours
3: well we're doing a may madness sale and basically what that means is any class we have you bring a buddy you both get a hundred dollars off the class which for our grilling 101 class means you're each only going to pay ninety nine dollars
0: excellent price
3: And for the barbecue 101 class, which is normally $300, you're only going to pay 199 each.
0: Wow. So a huge, uh, let's call it value, for what you're actually going to be getting. And for the people that don't know or for the people that haven't heard some of the shows that I've had you on in previous airings, tell us about the Grilling 101 and tell us about the barbecue class, what one can expect when attending.
3: Um, well, the grilling class is quick stuff that you're going to direct grill, tender cuts, and the barbecue class is the more traditional stuff like you'd cook in a KCBS contest. And basically what my students have been telling me, because I've been teaching these classes now since 2004, is it's the best barbecue they've ever eaten. And we guarantee that your cooking is going to be better after you've taken the class.
0: And this isn't necessarily geared. Look, we know you're on the competition scene as well, Conrad. You've, uh, you won Rock City Rib Fest last year. Uh, You've won a number of events since you've been uh, competing in the competition scene. But this just isn't geared for the folks that are out there hitting the circuit, whether it be weekend in, weekend out. Uh, This is just for the backyard guy that also wants to kind of enhance and better up their barbecue.
3: Oh, absolutely. And I appreciate the compliment, but actually it was a reserve grand in Rock City last year. Uh,
0: Um, So what?
3: Yeah, close (laughs) enough. Right. And no, absolutely, it's squarely aimed at the backyarder, and it's for people of all experience levels. This isn't a competition class. I do have one of those this year, but all the other ones are aimed for the folks in the backyard who just want to know how to cook better barbecue.
0: And where are these events going to be taking place? Give us some dates.
3: Um, We have one coming up April 30th and May 1st in uh, the Seattle area, and we have one coming up on the 14th and 15th of May in the Dallas area. And we have a class coming up on the 21st in Houston.
0: All right. So we have Texas and we have uh, Washington State going to be represented. If one was so inclined, let's say somebody of large magnitude like myself located in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city were to be able to pull together 10, 15 people here in the general proper Cleveland area. Could we kind of rock star you in and and put you up for a weekend? Are you willing to travel to do classes or does it have to be in either the Washington or the, the Texas area?
3: No, I tell people everywhere, if you can find 10 friends who want to do it, I'll do it for my regular place, I'll pay for the travel, and I'll come to you.
0: All right, so definitely the opportunity to to have you show up where it might be perhaps more convenient for a class, if we're not particularly in that region. Uh, You also compete, so what is happening? What is on the agenda for you on the competition side of things this year?
3: Um, This year, I actually haven't done a contest yet, and the only one I'm looking at right now is... um, uh, there's a uh, treetop is sponsoring a, an event in Yakima, Washington on nine eleven this year with a thirty five k prize money and I think I'm going to go and see wh- how much of that I can grab
0: you're feeling pretty good about that? Oh yeah, you know I wonder if you're not doing a lot of competition cooking classes and you have a lot of experience at it Conrad by the way, we're talking with Conrad Haskins from the Barbecue Institute. When you, if you've had a layoff of, you know, two, three months since the last competition, just making an example, is it really easy? Is it like riding a bike and you're in it? Or is there some type of practice time that you'll get in before you actually take a run at that contest?
3: Well, last year when I took reserve grand at Rock City and beat the reigning world champions, I hadn't done a major event in seven years.
0: So you've had a little layoff then?
3: Uh, you know, it's a little <laughs> layoff, but like my John- friend Jonathan from Amarillo says, I cook all four KCBS meats for my classes almost every week or every two weeks. Right. So I'm definitely in the zone constantly and I'm very much in practice on cooking all four KCBS meats.
0: Do you find any particular apprehension with chicken at all? That seems to be like the one thing that I hear from competitor cooks out there, that the chicken doesn't seem to be as consistent as they would like it. Do you find that to be the case with you? And what could you do to possibly fix it?
3: Um, You know, I've always done extremely well with chicken. Um, I'll give out a buddy shout out to my buddy Rod Gray from Pellet Envy. I took (laughs) his class last year, combined what I knew and what he knew. And I did a smoke on the water event cooking against him and a lot of the other top people. And I walked away with the first place chicken trophy. So (laughs) I don't have any chicken apprehension.
0: There you go. We're talking with Conrad Haskins, and again, it's a May madness that he has going on. He's got some classes going off in the Texas area and again in Seattle. I would imagine we could just go to bbqclass.com to get all the details and see what spots are available. Absolutely. All right, so uh, we will head over there, and again, this is Conrad Haskins. Conrad, I appreciate you coming on. Tell us about the May madness. Hopefully, this really books up the classes, and uh, we'll look for you again soon.
3: Thank you very much, Greg, and keep up the great work.
0: Thank you, appreciate it. <clears throat> Nothing like that first segment guest to get you rocking and rolling, baby. Yeah. Quick email coming in from Carlos in Mentor. My girlfriend Bibby listened to your show last week, and all she keeps talking about is, wait for it, deep beef. Uh-oh. She assures me that this is a barbecue show. Could you please elaborate? Well, Carlos. First, you have to take that deep beef and you have to inject it into something other. It's called meat. You know what? This isn't gonna work out well for you, Carlos. Let's just leave it at that. Hey, quick reminder about my good friends at Yoder's Smoky Mountain Barbecue, the leading online retailer of Meadow Creek barbecue equipment. Look, they're barbecue smokers and grills handcrafted in the Amish country of Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and they help you enjoy easy and profitable barbecues for years to come. That's what it's all about. Got to make the profit. It's not a dirty word here on the show. It shouldn't be a dirty word in your vernacular either when you're out there making money doing the catering deal. And that's why you got to visit SeriousBBQs.com. That's SeriousBBQs.com. You can opt in for their special barbecue tips as well. Flavern Gingrich and the great people over at Yoder's Smoky Mountain Barbecue. Go ahead, look them up. You won't be sorry you did. We're going to come back with Meathead right after the break. Stick around. We'll be right back.
4: You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show.
5: Barbecue Institute classes are taught by Grand Champion Pitmaster Conrad Teddy Bear Haskins. They cover everything from choosing the meat and the cooker to smoking, from start to eating. Thousands of our graduates use the knowledge and techniques we teach them for reliably impressing in the backyard and competitive success. We share with you the insider knowledge to meet by that, along with our award winning sauce and rub recipes, will save you the cost of the class many times over. After you take our classes, you'll understand why techniques work and why some advice on the Internet does not. Visit bbqclass.com today. The future of barbecue is already here at Barbecueguru.com. From the amazing guru that monitors and controls the temperatures of any charcoal, wood, or electric pit to the Caldera Tallboy Knockdown Smoker. Yes, it breaks down and stores flat, yet it's still a robust, sturdy, portable cooker and smokehouse. It also serves as an efficient temperature-controlled convection oven using wood or charcoal. The Tall boy is designed to fit all catering pans and can be used as a warming oven. You can cook in any style you choose, make ribs, chicken, jerky, vegetables, smoked cheese, whatever you want. Take it to KCBS competitions and unload it from the truck of your car. BarbecueGuru.com is where you'll find the Caldera three-bay caterer. It's stainless steel and uses charcoal or sterno for chafing purposes. And it doubles as a three-bay sink or wash station with hot water and knocks down in seconds with no tools required. For transportation and storage. The future of barbecue is here at barbecueguru.com. That's www.thebbqguru.com or call 1-800-288-GURU.
6: Forget going from site to site to get all of your barbecue and grilling supplies and make your first and final stop at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com. In the market for a new barbecue pit, we have all the big-name brands like Big Green Egg and more. As a matter of fact, Fred's is staffed by eggheads and carries all the parts and accessories for the Big Green Egg. More of a pellet head, you say? Fred's is the pellet grill superstore with grills in stock from Traeger, Green Mountain, and Country Smokers from Louisiana Grills. Fred's also carries smokers from Cook Shack, Bradley, and Weber, as well as a full line of charcoal grills. And once you're outfitted with your new smoker or or grill you'll find absolutely everything you need to make your barbecue and grilling experience a success fred is also the creator and distributor of tasty licks barbecue products including their great line of rubs spices and sauces you gotta try them and you can also get your hands on a full lineup of marinades accessories lump charcoal wood chips pellets chunks and even the great grilling tools from Stephen Reichlin of barbecue U fame check out fred on the web at freds music and or check out their fully stocked showroom in beautiful shillington pa
2: Introducing Cosmos Q. Cosmos Q injections and marinades use only the finest ingredients and they mix easily, never clotting or caking. From our beef injection to our pork injection, you're guaranteed to wow your friends, family, and judges. And don't forget to check out our Cosmos Chicken Soak for that moist and tender chicken you're gonna love.
0: And don't forget about Cosmos New Pork Soak and Rubs. <laughs>
4: Uh, ah,
2: you can find us at CosmosCube.com. Cosmos.
4: Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Welcome back, 13 past
0: the hour. This portion of the show brought to you by the good folks over at the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic temperature control devices, not to mention a host of other products that make your barbecue and grilling life easier. You can find them two ways on the Internet, thebbqguru.com. You can also call them toll-free, 800-288-GURU. It's the good folks over at the Barbecue Guru. Don't forget to take advantage of Conrad Haskins' May Madness classes going on. That would be in May. Seattle area and the Dallas area. Grilling classes and the backyard barbecue classes. BBQClassInstitute.com is his website. Bob Trudnak coming up in the second hour of the show. But none of, uh, none of that matters right now as we head over to the hotline and welcome in friend of the show and famed food critic and barbecue guy with a wonderful website, AmazingRibs.com. It's Meathead. Meathead, what's up? How are you, Greg? Absolutely fantastic. Meathead, how are you doing this evening, by the way?
1: I'm good. I'm real good. It's good to be back. I miss you.
0: Hey, Well, I mean, we had such a fabulous time uh, the last time we got together talking about how grilling was somehow under the purview and or umbrella of barbecue. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree on that continually. Uh, but nevertheless, figured we would kind of change it up a little bit. I mean, let's face it. One thing that we know about you, Meathead, is that you're a barbecue guy. Uh, you have this great website, AmazingRibs.com. You're serious about the queue. You're a KCBS-certified barbecue judge. You like the ribs, the brisket, the steaks, all that stuff. But between you and me and the fence post... Any guilty pleasures that you could let us in on? We're fascinated with what's happening over at Meatheadville.
1: Well, yeah, I I do have a guilty pleasure. And the the reason I mentioned it to you is uh, I just came back from a road trip. I was up in Rhode Island. And uh, wherever I go, I seek out the local hot dog styles. It's absolutely fascinating. There are regional hot dog styles that vary all across the country. In Rhode Island, they have something called the Rhode Island New York um, Red Hot, and um, or rather the Hot Wiener. Excuse me, I'm getting confused. <laughs> the Hot Wiener. Uh, I think we have the catchphrase for the have to week. They spell it. <laughs> they spell it wrong too. Uh, but they 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 do this weird thing where they they take little tiny buns and put them on their arm and. Then put these little pork sausages, which are bright orange. And they're hot dogs, pork so- hot dogs, but they're skinless in these buns. Slather them with mustard and then a meat sauce. Don't call it a chili. It's a meat sauce and um, uh, raw onions and celery salt on top. And this is the popular. I mean, there are just a bunch of places all over Rhode Island that serve these hot wieners. And uh, it's it, it's just fascinating because you come to Chicago, and in Chicago, all the hot dog joints serve the classic Chicago dog with seven, not six, toppings and ingredients. Go to New York. The Sabret carts, which are on every corner, have a very particular style of hot dog. You go to Cincinnati, there's a different style. West Virginia, there's a different and we're, you know, hamburgers are more or less uniformer across the country, thanks to McDonald's and Burger King and the Jades. Right. But there is no big national hot dog change. So we have these little tribal hot dog styles. So wherever I travel, and I travel a lot, I stop for the local hot dogs, get pictures, and I write about them. I've got a whole article called Hot Dog Road Trip on my website with pictures of all these styles.
0: Meathead Goldwyn joining us here on the show. So what do you think that is? if the burgers have made it to mass production and you have mcdonald's and you have burger king kind of vying one's on one side of the street the other's on the other how come the wiener has been kind of passed over in that regard does it just not garner that interest because it would seem from what you say it almost has more interest because of all of the intricacies and the regionality of it
1: that's a good question i don't know i know that There's a chain in Chicago called Portillo's. They got a whole bunch of stores and they've tried to set up, uh, some sort of franchising around the country. I don't think it's gotten very far. I think it's very much like sports franchises. We have our hot dog preferences and we root for our home team. Um, like I think pizza has a similar, um, uh, Profile where there's the New York pizza is different than the Chicago pizza, and we kind of just stick to what we were raised with. And Chicagoans just don't get a New York hot dog, and New Yorkers certainly don't get the Chicago hot dog. And you get the Cincinnati, and it's got shredded cheese piled on top.
0: Yes, (laughs) I mean so all right. So let me back up here for a second for the people that don't know, and I. I guess I have to confess here. I'm a pretty basic guy when it comes to wieners. Uh, you know, I'll buy what's on sale. I'll put it in boiling water. I'll put ketchup on it in a bun, and that's it for me. Uh, and it tastes good. And to me, like hot dogs, to, and again, not having that wide variety as you have tasted, to me hot dogs and donuts are the prototypical law of diminishing return the first one is spectacular and there's nothing better than it the second one you're hoping for the same euphoria they had with the first one but it's not as good so then you decide to have the third one hoping to get the first feeling and then it really goes downhill from there and the fourth one is just terrible So seven (laughs) toppings on a hot dog seems outrageous (laughs) in Chicago. I mean, what is on this thing? Break down the Chicago dog.
1: All right. Well, the Chicago dog, to be a hot dog aficionado, you have to also be a history aficionado. The hot dog in Chicago was the classic um, poor man's depression food. It was cheap. It was on a corner, and the the vendors – we think it was flukies in uh, Maxwell Street in Chicago that started it, but they started by putting mustard. Oh God, do not ask for ketchup in a in a Chicago <laughs> hot dog joint. There's one place I know where they got the ketchup on a side table for the French fries, and if you ask for ketchup, he'll point at it and say, "Go ruin it yourself." <laughs> <laughs> um, mustard, um, chopped onions. Um sport peppers, which are little pickled peppers. They're hot and spicy. Um, the onions are raw. Um, and there's a, a whole dill pickle spear tossed on them. They go on a sesame seed bun. So I'm uh, not sesame seed, a poppy seed bun. Wow. Little black poppy seeds all over the place. Um, and then there's this green, it's kryptonite green. It glows. <laughs> green pickle relish that goes on there Um, and then it's topped off with this magic dust celery salt and it's done that way all over and they call it dragging it through the garden it's a hot dog and a salad all in one it's a well-rounded meal you've got your bun for your carbs your protein and your fats in the in 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 the wiener and uh, your salad piled on top
0: I'm flabbergasted. What can I say? You caught me. See- <laughs> so like what if you if I go to whatever, you know, the, the what's the best place in Chicago to get that dog?
1: Well, there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, I actually got my top five on the website. But um, the, the, the chic place, the hot place is hot dogs where your problem can be cured because you could order a classic Chicago dog and then and you could have um, French fries uh, fried in duck fat on the side. Wow. Um, and you can a- then follow that up with say a venison dog or a foie gras dog, <laughs> so he 's kind doug so is a is a character and he 's a real um, a student of encased meats and uh he he has just about everything under the sun but there 's even on you know the very popular tourist place on Navy Pier. Uh, there's a place called American Dog where they do a pretty good hot dog and uh uh you, you can get them anywhere on any hot dog joint it's all made pretty darn much the same
0: way all right so it sounds like a lot how much would it be just on a standard and could you have could you physically eat more than one or are you pushing sickness after the first <laughs> one if you're going to have two and three
1: you in chicago a couple is is about all i can handle uh um, uh, they, these are all beef and they're in a natural casing so there's a snap mm-hmm. and typically they're what they call dirty water dogs um, That you see that in the New York push carts also they're all beef typically Sabret makes them they're very garlicky in New York more garlicky than they are in Chicago and they have a natural casing which uh, hot dog aficionados uh, uh, want that snap when you mm-hmm. bite into it mm-hmm. when you soak them in water or they never boil them they just simmer them if you boil them, they'll split open and spill their guts. Um, if you just simmer them, um, it, it, they, uh, uh, they pump up with water and they get really juicy. And when you bite into it, they just squirt inside your mouth. Uh, and uh, that's the way a lot of uh, the push carts do. But there's one joint in Chicago that I really like. And they have a stand at Midway called Gold Coast Dog. And Gold Coast does – they do it on a griddle. And you can do this on your grill at home. You know, when you grill it, you get those brown Maillard effects, yep. uh, charm. You're laughing. I can see your face. <laughs> you, just, you can't believe this is me. That, that, that I'm rhaps- <laughs> rhapsodizing over <a> hot dogs. <laughs> but they get these brown spots on it, which really get that skin crunchy. And they put an X with a knife in the end so the end splays open. And when you grill it, you get these really crunchy, charred bits on the end i really like that technique that's my favorite technique so i really and you can get gold coast dogs in midway right in the uh food court by the uh uh, the central area there
0: all right so that's a chicago dog and it really sounds like there's a whole bunch of stuff on that again seven (laughs) toppings not six not eight but seven uh so let's let's go ahead to the eastern seaboard you had mentioned the new york dog a couple different times is there specific stuff that goes on the new york dog and are you only getting it at these push cars that you mentioned
1: well, they, the New York dog, this is really where it all started, um, is you got all these German and Jewish and Austrian butchers coming over um, in the Great Migrations of the late 1800s. And uh, they, uh, they brought with them their sausage-making techniques. They created the hot dog. We're not quite sure who did it. But one of the first uh, to really popularize them was a guy named Nathan Handworker in 1916. He had a push cart um, on Coney Island. Well, eventually that became Nathan's, the famous Nathan's hot dog. Mm-hmm. Again, all beef, natural casing hot dog. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Nathan's restaurant right there in Coney Island. Coney Island is such a cool place. If you get to New York, you got to see it right after the Statue of Liberty and uh, all the other highlights. And, and stop at Nathan's for a hot dog. Um, their New York hot dog is typically the purest. The purest will order only mustard, fresh, crunchy sauerkraut, not the stuff from McCann, and raw onions. Now, that's the classic Coney Island dog at, at, at Nathan's. If you go into the city, the push carts, which are the blue and yellow umbrellas, have Sabrette Franks. That's a competitor. And uh, frankly, I kind of prefer the Sabrettes. They're really garlicky and I love them. Um, and uh, uh, they put it, uh, they top it with um, uh, a sort of a brown, spicy mustard, Dijon style mustard. Um, onions, which, uh, they make this onion sauce, which they buy from Sabret. And I've got a recipe for something similar on my website, but it's sort of a, uh, a goopy, gloppy onion sauce. It's really good. And then sauerkraut, which they often throw on the griddle instead of being raw and crunchy. Uh, so there's a, you know, it, the ingredients are similar, mustard, onion, and, and, uh, did I say slaw? I mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I meant kraut.
0: Sa- yeah, sauerkraut. sauerkraut. You said sauerkraut.
1: Okay. And uh, sauerkraut in both places, but they prepare them differently.
0: Hmm. So that sounds uh, kind of outstanding in its own right. Uh, now, if we move oh, back I, to, I, I mean, if we move back to my neck of the woods, I mean, it's still five hours south down the road, but it's Cincinnati. You had mentioned that as well. Yeah, Skyline chili. I mean, to me, the prototypical Cincinnati dog there, and it's small. It's like a Coney dog. And then you have Uh that very special Cincinnati chili that has, I think it's cinnamon or chocolate or something in there. But it's a meat sauce. And then you can go crazy on top of it. But they have these huge... Heavy-handed, uh, nicely shredded cheddar cheese that goes on top of—I mean, they're outstanding, and I can seriously polish off ten to twelve in a sitting <laughs> and not want to throw up. So that's always a good sign. Uh, I mean, what do you what do you think about the Cincinnati dog compared to the other two we've been talking about?
1: Well, to to, to be precise, they're called Cincinnati cheese conies. Yep. And they and, and, and all these regional places like the, you have also the Detroit coney, and they're not called hot dogs in Detroit or wieners in in Rhode Island it's the hot wiener but the cincinnati cheese coney was created by uh, by greek immigrants this, this is really typical the jewish and german and austrian um, butchers created the meat but the hot dog stands were opened by all these greek and macedonian immigrants the ones who opened diners all over the country and many of these uh, hot dog styles were created by the local Greek and Macedonian uh, immigrants. They came through, uh, through New York, through Ellis Island. They found hot dogs uh, on Coney Island because they all took their kids to Coney Island on weekends. So they got the hot dog yen there. And that's why they're called um, uh, New York System uh, Red Hots in Rhode Island because they're modeled after the New York hot dog. The Detroit Coney is modeled after the Coney Island hot dog. Um, also by Greeks, but in we're not sure about Cincinnati because there is actually a Coney Island amusement park in Cincinnati, so it may have been named after that Coney Island, but the, that, that, that topping that you mentioned, that meat sauce, it, they call it chili, but it bears no <laughs> resemblance to right. real Texas chili. Right. It, it's ground meat, and it is often laced with those Greek lamb stew type seasonings uh cinnamon and clove and oregano mm-hmm. and uh, it varies from shop to shop and of course that's their selling point but you you got it man just mounds of shredded um cheddar cheese on top of the cincinnati coney i'm not sure but i think the empress uh was the possibly the place where they originated in uh, cincinnati
0: I mean, they're absolutely fabulous. And if you can get your hands on them, I mean, obviously, I'm a little bit partial because I'm not necessarily that close. Uh, to New York City, and I'm not necessarily close to downtown Chicago to get the other two dogs that we were talking about. Uh, but we're talking with Meathead Goldwyn. We're going to uh, step away real quick and uh, take a quick break. So, Craig, go ahead fire up uh, wine or beer or whatever it is that you're uh, parlaying <laughs> in here during the break. And uh, we'll come back and we'll have some more wiener talk with Craig Meathead Goldwyn. Again, his website, by the way, is AmazingRibs.com. You can follow him on the Twitter, at Rib Guy, of course. He's on Facebook as well. We will come back with more of the Barbecue Central Radio Show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right
4: back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show.
0: Swamp Sauce answers the age-old question of which barbecue sauce is best, vinegar, mustard, or tomato-based. So which one is best? They all are, especially when combined to one unique sauce. Petey River Swamp Sauce's unique taste complements all types of dishes. Petey River Swamp Sauce was born of humble beginnings more than three years ago as a sauce served at family gatherings and parties, and is now professionally bottled in North Carolina. Petey River Swamp Sauce has been getting rave reviews across the internet. It also won the 2007 Barbecue Central's Barbecue Sauce Contest. You can purchase Petey River Swamp Sauce by going to their website, swampsauce.com, or you can call 910 206 2139 and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. Petey River Swamp Sauce. Flavor you can see. Barbecue Institute classes
5: are taught by Grand Champion Pitmaster Conrad Teddy Bear Haskins. They cover everything from choosing the meat and the cooker to smoking, from start to eating. Thousands of our graduates use the knowledge and techniques we teach them for reliably impressing in the backyard and competitive success. We share with you the insider knowledge to meet by that along with our award-winning sauce and rub recipes will save you the cost of the class many times over. After you take our classes, you'll understand why techniques work and why some advice on the Internet does not. Visit bbqclass.com today. The future of barbecue is already here at thebarbecueguru.com. From the amazing guru that monitors and controls the temperatures of any charcoal, wood, or electric pit to the Caldera Tallboy Knockdown Smoker. Yes, it breaks down and stores flat, yet it's still a robust, sturdy, portable cooker and smokehouse. It also serves as an efficient, temperature-controlled convection oven using wood or charcoal. The Tall boy is designed to fit all catering pans and can be used as a warming oven. You can cook in any style you choose, make like ribs, chicken, jerky, vegetables, smoked cheese, whatever you want. Take it to KCBS competitions and unload it from the truck of your car. The BBQGuru.com is where you'll find the Caldera three-bay caterer. It's stainless steel and uses charcoal or sterno for chafing purposes and it doubles as a three-bay sink or wash station with hot water and knocks down in seconds with no tools required for transportation and storage. The future of barbecue is here at barbecueguru.com That's www.thebbqguru.com or call 1-800-288-GURU.
6: Forget going from site to site to get all of your barbecue and grilling supplies, and make your first and final stop at FredsMusicAndBarbecue.com. In the market for a new barbecue pit? We have all the big name brands like Big Green Egg and more. As a matter of fact, Freds is staffed by eggheads and carries all the parts and accessories for the Big Green Egg. More of a pellet head, you say? Freds is the pellet grill superstore with grills in stock from Traeger, Green Mountain, and Country Smokers from Louisiana Grills. Freds also carries smokers from Cookshack, Bradley, and Weber, as well as a full line of charcoal grills. And once you're outfitted with your new smoker, grill you'll find absolutely everything you need to make your barbecue and grilling experience a success fred is also the creator and distributor of tasty licks barbecue products including their great line of rubs spices and sauces you have gotta try them and you can also get your hands on a full lineup of marinades accessories lump charcoal wood chips pellets chunks and even the great grilling tools from Stephen reichland of barbecue you fame check out fred on the web at freds music or check out their fully stocked showroom in beautiful shillington pa
2: Introducing Cosmos Q. Cosmos Q injections and marinades use only the finest ingredients and they mix easily, never clotting or caking. From our beef injection to our pork injection, you're guaranteed to wow your friends, family, and judges. And don't forget to check out our Cosmos Chicken Soak for that moist and tender chicken you're gonna love.
0: And don't forget about Cosmos New Pork Soak and Rubs. <laughs>
4: You can find us at CosmosKey.com. Get in the smoke. Call 877 448 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rappy.
0: Welcome back, 34 past the hour. This portion of the show brought to you by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers in Willoughby, Ohio. Look, if you're going to take that walk... Get your call for your category or a reserve or perhaps the overall grand championship. You got to look good. Got to have that stylish watch on your wrist. And Stephen DeFranco is the place to go. Local guy, big supporter of the show, and a barbecue guy at heart. You can find his banner on the Barbecue Central Radio Network's website. Click on it, and then you got to call in to get that special barbecue brother or sister discount. Stephen DeFranco Jewelers in Willoughby, Ohio, historic Willoughby, by the way. All right, we'll go back and pick up our hot dog conversation with Craig Goldwyn. We know him as Meathead. We love him as Meathead. Craig, thanks for hanging through the break there. Uh, we're talking about hot dogs. So what else would you like to add to the wiener conversation?
1: <laughs> well, I wanted to suggest that this is a great way to feed the masses for something like a Fourth of July or a Memorial Day party. You don't feel like doing a whole bunch of ribs for everybody and want to lay out that kind of cash for the whole, all the heathens and not, you don't believe they'll appreciate it anyhow. Do a hot dog tasting, a road trip. You could, you know, buy, an, buy a really good quality all beef frank, some buns and a whole bunch of toppings. I've got the recipes on my website and do five or six, you know, and do a road trip, you know, put a little uh, Cincinnati uh, table tent there and a New York table tent and, and, and so on. But you, you like hot dogs. I hear you talking about it. How yep. do you cook yep. your hot dogs?
0: Uh, I cook hot dogs two ways and two ways only. Uh, I either boil them in water. Or I cook them on the grill, mostly on the grill when we're doing some type of entertaining here at the house, and there's going to be a lot of kids that don't like ribs or are afraid of what pulled pork actually looks like because I've never seen <laughs> you know one get shredded down before. So we have the hot dogs off to the side now. I always prefer to have the ones on the grill because I do like the fact that the skin will brown. It gives that nice crispiness. We all we only use the natural casing dogs here because we do like the snap. But that's really the only ways that I cook them. I know you have a specific technique that you like, so why don't you? Tell us about.
1: Well, we were talking. I think I kind of touched on them earlier. The Gold Coast system. Okay. Of, of, but one of the things I do that seems so heretical until you think about it, everybody lays the dog across the grate. Right. So they get cross hatches. I lay them in between the bars on the grate so that they get dark on the bottom and then i roll them over the bar into the next slot and roll them so four rolls you get every side covered they're not rolling around because they're kind of warped you know in different sides so you get good even coverage and the stripes run from end to end which looks totally weird to most people but you get a really (laughs) nice even browning and then i like to put those crosshatch cuts in the end to get those crunchy bits
0: do you have a specific heat that you like to grill the hot dogs at
1: yeah, keep it medium. Don't go crazy with the heat. You'll just charm and bust them open. You want to heat them through.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my question is, you know, have you ruined the hot dog if you cook it too hot and then <laughs> like it explodes and like, like you see when you do them in the microwave?
1: <laughs> I try not to. I, I can't say I have blown up a hot dog lately. I've burned them. I've charred them, but uh, not lately. I You know, I've learned st- the old Tammy Wynette song, Stand By Your Grill.
0: I've heard that song. It's very good. I heard it's uh, making its way to the Billboard Top 100.
1: <laughs> now we're talking... I've actually written lyrics to that song, and I'm going to get it recorded one day.
0: All right. Well, uh, as soon as you get it recorded, we'll play it before the show. We're talking with Meathead Goldwyn. Find him at AmazingRibs.com. You can also follow him on Twitter, at RibGuy. Greg, uh, what brands do you like? What brands do you recommend? Or perhaps, like regional styles themselves, can you not find every brand everywhere?
1: That's another great point. I, I, hadn't brought, I hadn't mentioned that yet, but it's absolutely true. Um, the um, hot dog sausage makers are really regional. Um, there's Zweigel in upstate New York and Rochester where they make the greatest abomination hot dog. All over Rochester, you can get what they call garbage plates. Don't even get me started. But they use Zweigel uh, Wiener there. Uh, here in Chicago, it's Vienna Beef, which is widely available, but it's by far not a national one. Sabrett and Nathan – well, Nathan's is national. Sabrett is pretty much just in New York City. Yeah, so it's kind of like milk, you know. There, there are a lot of regional producers that make their unique style, um, uh, and, and that's kind of interesting uh, compared to hamburgers, which are just sort of generic, you know
0: yeah absolutely. So out of your whole tasting, do you have uh, brands that you would go on to the internet to buy from, so you always have them at the meathead compound?
1: I actually did a blind tasting you know i mean there's a picture of this on the website, but I actually got my mother, who was over visiting to simmer up these dogs and we tagged them with. Um little flags. So she knew which was which and I didn't. And then she served them to me in little slices and numbered plates. And we tasted them and scored them. It was just like a wine tasting. It was way over the top. Um, my favorite was um uh well I tell you is uh, you know I'm a Chicago boy and I really wanted this, but the name the, the Sabrettes was my favorite uh of of the of, of 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 the batch pretty much. Although I really like um um oh god uh there's a brand now I, i'm drawing a blank you, you hit me with a question I, I um uh they went out of business they were bought well, classic one of these cases um where they were bought out by a big company and they put them out of business um, i've got i've got my ratings up on my website and i'm not gonna go i can't remember them off the top of my head though
0: now, we've talked about barbecue snobs in the past. You're, you're one that says that there is some type of or some level of snobbery going on in, in barbecue just in general. Oh. Is there, uh, are you a, a hot dog snob? Would you not eat a Ballpark Frank or would you not eat a Oscar Mayer wiener or something like that?
1: Uh, no, I'll eat anything you put in front of me. <laughs> I am the furthest thing from a snob about anything uh, to do with meat. Um, but I do – actually, Oscar Mayer has several labels, and one of their labels – damn it, I'm just drawing a blank on all this. That's what happens when you get old. They have one label. It's on my website that I thought was pretty good. It ranked in my top top five, I think. And and and, and I swear it wasn't influenced by the fact that they let me ride in the Wienerobile in the – St. Patrick's Day Parade in wow. Chicago. I mean, it doesn't get any more American than that. Riding in the Wienermobile in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. With green water. Uh, yes, they, they dye the river green. <laughs> it's
0: outrageous. All right, so what about buns? Do buns, are they, are they mere standby? doesn't matter what you get? Does bun kind of help create a better overall environment and experience?
1: Well, it's kind of interesting. Buns are pretty standard all around the country. In Chicago, they use these poppy seed buns. Um, but you get down to Arizona where the Sonoran dog is popular, and it's a really bigger, plusher bun. Um, uh, uh, they um, they can vary depending on the uh, local uh, style. You get up into New England, uh, the Boston, uh, uh, where they have the um, Fenway Franks, they're served on these weird buns that you see up in New England that don't have sides. They're like um, miniature white bread slices. Yeah, I know what you're talking at the about. Bottom. Yep, yep. I mean, they're nice because you can actually lay them on their side and toast them. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, I usually just grab here in Chicago. I go for Rosens. They're pretty good. Um, yeah, you can steam them. I I like to grill them or put a light coat of butter on them and hit them on a griddle and toast them.
0: All right, so look, let's be honest here, Craig. Uh, (laughs) Last week we were talking about, uh, you know, I was giving away something and it had the term deep beef. We're talking about wieners here and buns. I mean, could barbecue (laughs) and grilling be one of the most homoerotic topics to ever cover on Internet radio or television or anything? other? I mean, people could tune into the show and wonder what the hell has just happened
1: my wife really got worried about me when I started doing all this hot dog stuff and I was just focused on hot dogs and she started wondering if maybe I was flipping the other way. Uh, She, yeah, they, they, they are, they are uh, phallic. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: What are you going to do? All right. Uh, Last question before I let you go. Rumor has it, Craig, that while we had I would say, a tremendous amount of fun at the grill girl Robin Medlin's expense at the Ah. term rim job. I have it through reliable source that perhaps you were actually the one that coined the phrase, come clean with all the millions of centralites right now.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, I'm afraid so.
0: All right. See, I got to respect somebody that comes clean. Go ahead.
1: I was there at kingsford you and by the way i'm <laughs> plugging for them to get you out there next year well thank you so you can quit whining and <laughs> and uh, i prefer to whine. Uh, and uh when robin and i and a couple others were tossed together on a team i came up with this goofy idea of rimming the glass with barbecue rub right. i took a you know the pork rub and wetted the glass with a little uh, lemon dipped it in the barbecue rub and then we used a rib uh, with sauce on it as a swizzle stick, and Robin Robin developed the uh, what went in the glass. I went developed what went on the glass, and we ended up winning the prize. And since it had been rimmed in the sauce, I called it the rim job. And she just thought it was a cute idea because she had no idea what a rim job was. And she's <laughs> going around telling everybody we made a great rim job. You ought to see my rim job. <laughs> And after, after they gave us the trophy, I had to take her aside. I said, do you know what a rim job is? <laughs>
0: so Wow. Uh, all, and it all went downhill from there, unfortunately, from what I understand. Sweet girl. Absolutely. She's a lot sweet girl. of fun with it, and uh, we've been having a lot of fun with it here on the show as well. Uh, we're talking with Meathead Goldwyn. We've been spending the last two segments talking about everything that you need to know about hot dogs. And if you didn't get enough, where can they go, Craig, to get even more wiener information?
1: I have this huge massive section on hot dogs on amazingribs.com it's in the recipes section. It's fun. If you and there's history and what's in a hot dog and um, the, the hot dog road trip and stuff too.
0: Sounds outstanding again this is Meathead Goldwyn and uh, we promise to all the Centralites, to at least make our best efforts to make a monthly segment on something where we're talking about, you know, whether it has to do loosely with barbecue or grilling or directly. Uh, we seem to have a good time and the people seem to like it, Craig. I always appreciate the information and thanks for making time for the show tonight.
1: Thanks for having me. And I just want to, I guess Bob Trugnick's coming up next. Second I want to tell you, he's super. He just helped me select a smoker for a restaurant friend, a Michelin-rated restaurant friend here in the Chicago area, Uh, complete with a guru. Uh, These guys are great.
0: All right. Well, plug for Bob out there, and uh, Meathead will look for you again next month.
1: Thanks. See you then.
0: Take care. There he is. It's Meathead Goldwyn. You know him, you love him, and you love his uh, website, AmazingRibs.com. It's really like one of the most heavily trafficked barbecue websites. Might be the most heavily trafficked barbecue website out there. Follow him on Twitter at com. Again, I go back to saying, uh, you know, what the hell are we talking about here? You tune into the show at the wrong time, friend. You might think you've tuned into uh, Bruce and Lance's crazy beef and wiener show. Holy mo- Sorry, wrong idea. Email. Hey, Greg, Carlos from Mentor again. I see. I think I see what's going on here. Deep beef, hot wieners. I can only imagine what you guys would call a barbecue rooster. Yeah. Hey, there's a way we cook uh, poultry, by the way, Carlos and Mentor. It's called spatchcock. Uh-oh. Don't know? You better know. All right, that was Craig Golden. We're going to come back with a four-segment free-for-all for your chance to win a Draper's barbecue prize pack. Also, some Smoky okey stuff as well, so you know what to do. You call in now, 877 448 and you're going to answer three questions, sports or barbecue-related, and you can win some free stuff. All right. Stand by for more Barbecue Central Radio Show. We'll be right back.
4: You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show.
5: Institute classes are taught by grand champion Pitmaster Conrad Teddy Bear Haskins. They cover everything from choosing the meat and the cooker, to smoking, from start to eating. Thousands of our graduates use the knowledge and techniques we teach them for reliably impressing in the backyard and competitive success. We share with you the insider knowledge to meet by, that along with our award winning sauce and rub recipes will save you the cost of the class many times over. After you take our classes, you'll understand why techniques work and why some advice on the Internet does not. Visit bbqclass.com today. The future of barbecue is already here at thebarbecuguru.com. From the amazing guru that monitors and controls the temperatures of any charcoal, wood, or electric pit to the Caldera Tallboy Knockdown Smoker, Yes, it breaks down and stores flat, yet it's still a robust, sturdy, portable cooker and smokehouse. It also serves as an efficient, temperature-controlled convection oven using wood or charcoal. The Tall boy is designed to fit all catering pans and can be used as a warming oven. You can cook in any style you choose. Make ribs, chicken, jerky, vegetables, smoked cheese, whatever you want. Take it to KCBS competitions and unload it from the truck of your car. The BBQGuru.com is where you'll find the Caldera 3-Bay Caterer. It's stainless steel and uses charcoal or sterno for chafing purposes, and it doubles as a three-bay sink or wash station with hot water and knocks down in seconds with no tools required for transportation and storage. The future of barbecue is here at barbecueguru.com That's www.thebbqguru.com or call 1-800-288-GURU.
6: Forget going from site to site to get all of your barbecue and grilling supplies and make your first and final stop at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com. In the market for a new barbecue pit, we have all the big name brands like Big Green Egg and more. As a matter of fact, Fred's is staffed by eggheads and carries all the parts and accessories for the Big Green Egg. More of a pellet head, you say? Fred's is the pellet grill superstore with grills in stock from Traeger, Green Mountain, and Country Smokers from Louisiana Grills. Fred's also carries smokers from Cookshack, Bradley, and Weber, as well as a full line of charcoal grills. And once you're outfitted with your new smoker or grill you'll find absolutely everything you need to make your barbecue and grilling experience a success fred is also the creator and distributor of tasty licks barbecue products including their great line of rubs spices and sauces you've got to try them and you can also get your hands on a full lineup of marinades accessories lump charcoal wood chips pellets chunks and even the great grilling tools from Stephen Reichlin of barbecue U fame check out fred on the web at freds music or check out their fully stocked showroom in beautiful shillington pa
2: introducing cosmos q cosmos q injections and marinades use only the finest ingredients and they mix easily never clotting or caking from our beef injection to our pork injection you're guaranteed to wow your friends family and judges and don't forget to check out our cosmos chicken soak for that moist and tender chicken you're gonna love
0: And don't forget about Cosmo's new pork soak and rubs.
2: <laughs> <coughs> you can find
4: us at Cosmo's big, big Dame in interviews, and advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. 51 past the hour, the support of the show. Being brought to you by me,
0: Four segment free for all coming up thanks to Meathead Goldwyn from AmazingRibs.com talking about hot dogs the last couple segments. Lots of great info during the show, and you can find a lot of great info over at his website, AmazingRibs.com. You can follow him on Twitter at RibGuy. What's up to Marilyn Mayer from Hot Sauce Weekly? Hello. Hello. Uh, Four-segment free-for-all time, you call in 877-448-0433, and you win a bunch of cool free prizes. So do it up, 877-448-0433. 877-448-0433. This is how it happens. Uh, You call in, I pick you up. You announce where you're from properly. And I will ask you if you want sports questions or barbecue questions, depending on what you choose. We will go ahead and ask you those questions. You have three seconds to answer each individual question. You answer three questions right. It culminates in a prize. And tonight we're giving away the Shane ShaneDrapersBBQ.com sauce and rub package. You get a bottle. It's a big bottle of sauce, by the way. A big bottle of sauce. And a, a great bottle of rub, they go very well together. Use them in conjunction. We also have the Smoky Okies Sweet Smokin' Swine Brine Pork Rib Inject, a one pound bag of the Smoky Okies Bark Pork Injection, and we also have a one pound bag of Smoky Okies. brisket injection <laughs> so you get your pick out of the smokey okies or the draper and of course we have the other stuff the green greenleaf oakwood products from uh, or the wine infused oakwood products from greenleaf barbecue frog mats el capitan santa maria style barbecue seasoning divas approved but she's a hell of a uh, uh, social media person when she's at the competition. So you take the good with the bad. Canadian, too. 877 448 0433. 877 448 0433. You call in, you get to win. It's just that simple. Don't forget coming up next segment. We have Bob Trudnak from The Barbecue Guru. We'll be rehashing this past weekend. And Pork in the Park. Everything in my mind right now is dirty after those two segments. What can I tell you? Pork in the Park. Draper's Barbecue Rub. Anything that Smokey Oakie makes. That all just sounds horrifically terrible in my mind every time I say it. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com is the email. Uh, this portion of the poll. God, it just doesn't get any better. The results of the instant uh, survey, let's call it, a ballpark was reigning supreme uh, for, uh, well, not reigning supreme at all, but there was a dead even heat, uh, 50% almost, 47.83% for ballpark. of other brands, and 1% of Oscar Mayer. According to Craig, if you don't have a good selection to choose from, you're probably at a disadvantage and you will remain at a disadvantage. I don't know. Plus, I don't really know that many different name brands of uh, hot dogs. When I go to BJ's... Are you kidding me tonight? There's not. That's that's just the name of the store. I'm sorry. What can I tell you? <sighs> I can't go anywhere from here. Uh, when I go to BJ's Wholesale Club, it's like Sam's. They have uh, like Nathan's Famous, and I believe they have like Oscar Mayer, some ballpark, all that stuff. Right? That's right. Drapers. It's like Costco, but dirtier. But they also have like five star, I think it's called, and those are the natural casing, uh, which I like. I've affectionately referred to those as snappies. And uh, my oldest takes a great pleasure in, in the, the natural casing hot dogs. It's like a treat. You know, if she's good and you do good on tests, then I'll make sure that I buy the, the, the best hot dogs at uh, the store instead of just the crappy ones. Little incentive parents uh, go ahead take a note you want to kind of encourage the kids to get good grades you know entice them with some natural casing snappy hot dogs it really really worked it doesn't work no oh all right never mind people in the studio are going crazy all right 8774480433 yeah, see, um, Craig Goldwyn. I'm sorry, Meathead Goldwyn, uh, weighing in. I was gonna mention the uh, the name of the hot dog. It's Hebrew National. Uh, those are fantastic. Somebody else had mentioned Hebrew National. Love uh, love the Hebrew Nationals, all beef wieners. It's like I said. I mean, it, where does it go? We're right in the toilet, folks. We're right in the toilet. Uh-oh. I know. Everybody's laughing. It's all great. I'm actually recording this show for Kevin Bevington at the Outdoor Cooking Channel. See how that works so he can put me up out there, provide a little content for his venture out there. I think this is going to have to air between the hours of 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. like Skinamax. It's the adult barbecue show. Uh, Anyway, Hebrew National, that's what it was. My brother introduced me to... uh, I got (laughs) to... Oh gosh! Oh. Got to get out of the segment, and it can't—it just can't be faster. Can't be faster. All right. Doesn't look like we're doing a product giveaway tonight. So, depending on where we end up with Bob Trudnak at the end of the next hour, we will uh, do just a kind of a prize closet blowout. I don't think that sentence had anything wrong with it. So, stay tuned for that. All right. Let's go ahead and thank Craig Goldwyn. You know him as Meathead. That's his uh, stage name, Meathead. See? someone the one back there. Meathead. Amazingribs.com. We were talking about hot dogs, how they're made, favorite cooking techniques, some of the uh, most well-known regional styles of hot dogs. Would love to know what a West Virginia hot dog is like. Wonder if the uh, hot dogs are related. I know. Easy joke. Uh-oh. Easy joke amazingribs.com is his website and his he said he had sectioned off a whole portion of that site for uh, more hot dog education so go ahead and hit it up Hebrew National Beef Franks and Sabret Beef Frankfurters the top rated hot dogs according to Meathead oh coleslaw on top of a West I believe I've had a West Virginia dog then I've had coleslaw on top of a hot dog before coleslaw is good on pretty much everything especially pulled pork and brisket all right, we're going to do Kent Whitaker, a very quick Kent Whitaker, little deck chef for you. Get your two minutes in. We're going to uh, pull up Bob Trudnak coming up. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Stick around. We'll be right back for the second hour. The Barbecue Guru and Pork in the Park.